It's Kane Hodder from Friday the 13th. You are listening to 13 Days of Friday on Rock Video Rental. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another special episode of Rock Video Rental. I am Brandon, and with me is Caleb. We are continuing on with our reviewing of the Friday the 13th series. We are on Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. It is from 1985. It is directed by um, Danny Steinem, Steinman. Sorry. Uh, the cast is John Shepard as Tommy, Melanie Kinneman as Pam, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. as Demon, Shavar Ross as Reggie the Reckless, Deborah Voorhees as Tina, and Dick Weiland as Roy. Uh, the plot for this one. Uh, still haunted by his past, Tommy Jarvis, who, as a child, killed Jason Voorhees, wonders if the serial killer is connected to a series of brutal murders occurring in and around the secluded halfway house which he now lives. Um, so how excited were you to watch this I was really excited to watch this one because you told me ahead of time that this was the best one ever. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did not. I told you that part four was probably the best. Uh, um, yeah, this one is one of the worst. Um, I would say this one is probably the third worst. Okay. But once we get farther into the series, we can, once we get done, we can kind of do our rankings of which ones we think are the worst, you know, best to worst or worst to best or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so this movie, it's, it's one of my don't watch very often. Um, and it kind of continues with the rest of the series where it does kind of like a, not really like a, you know, a recap, but kind of like it starts off with Corey, Fe Corey Feldman as Tommy uh, kind of walking around out in the rain out in the woods and like he sees two guys dig up Jason's body and then get killed. Mm -hmm. And then we find out it's a dream and we got like some dopey looking loser as Tommy <laughs> and it's not Corey Feldman. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so right then it's kind of a letdown. Um, and then, like, you know, it just goes on. Like, he he's going to, like, a halfway house because, you know, he's still, like, a little emotionally messed up from what happened, you know, with him and his sister in part four. But this is, like, years later. So, like, in part four, what was he, like, 10, I'd say? 10, 11? Uh, Eight, I... 12. Yeah, I think they were guessing, or I saw somewhere that they were saying he was like 12. Yeah, preteen. Um, and then now, like, <laughs> this guy that plays Tommy, I don't know how old he's supposed to be, but he look, looks like he's about 32. <laughs> yeah, he, he could have been that. <laughs> yeah, God. Um, I'm just going to say right off the bat that I think John Shepard did a horrible job as Tommy. Uh, well... For from what aspect? That I don't think is a very good actor. 
I, yeah, I mean, the acting wasn't that great. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they were making Tommy out to be like, I, I concur the acting was not that great, but with what I felt like they were trying to go for with Tommy, because see, I was, I was a little thrown off because I thought Tommy, because from playing the game, you know, Tommy's mm-hmm. the one who can kill Jason. Yeah. And so I thought in all scenarios, Tommy's like just the tough guy and can do all <laughs> things and is almost unstoppable or something like that because he's supposed to be the one who takes down Jason all the time. Now we get that in the next one. <laughs> okay. This is like the Tommy Jarvis trilogy. As some people call it, refer to it as, I guess, um, you know, part four, he's a kid. Uh, part five, he is older. They don't really say how old he is, but he goes to like this halfway house with these um, other kind of at-risk teenagers, I guess, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, some with some maybe like emotional or mental issues. And then yeah. in part six, it just, part six goes all out crazy. Don't um, ruin it. I'm not gonna say anything about it. Uh, it's it's another decent entry, so this one, you'll enjoy that one more than I'm sure you enjoyed this one. Um, <laughs> so you know, right off the bat, he goes to like this halfway house, and there's like this whole crazy cast of characters, and you know, I guess things kind of take off when like this one dopey kid named Joey is trying to like help everybody with stuff and. He's just kind of, he's a little slow and he's not, I don't know, he's not quite right and he's trying to help, but he's not a help at all. And he's annoying everybody. And he goes and bothers this guy named Vic who's chopping wood. He's obviously mentally unstable. Um, And Vic finally just loses it with him and starts hacking him up with an axe. (laughs) Yeah, that was uh, surprising. That's like a quick left turn. Yeah. Every time I watch this, I'm like, dang, that just accelerated quickly. All he did was offer you a candy bar and you lose your mind. That escalated quickly. Yeah, (laughs) I stabbed a man with a trident. That really got out of hand. (laughs) You Um, may want to go into hiding. So shortly after that happens, like, you know, Vic's taken away. And then people start getting, like, hunted down and killed. And we are to assume that it is Jason and um somehow tommy keeps having these dreams where jason's like haunting so he's quite sure that jason's a killer and you know we're led to believe it too because we can see like all the kills and you know i can get into the kills here so if you consider the two teenagers that get killed in the dream part at the beginning there's uh, 21 deaths into this which is quite crazy um so in the in the dream part, there's Neil and Les. Neil gets him shedded into the, in the stomach. And Les gets an ice pick to his neck. Uh, you know, I mentioned Joey gets axed to death by Vic. Uh, the next ones are Vinny gets a road flare to the mouth. That one's pretty awesome. Yeah, that one. I, I thought he was going to get stabbed in the eye or something. So that was interesting. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, and then his friend... Pete, it's like these two guys that are just they're not they don't have anything to do with like the other people thank you they're kind of, yeah they're just kind of show up 
and their car breaks down and Jason attacks him. Um, his Pete gets his his friend Pete gets his throat slashed. Um, and then we get this guy named Billy. He uh, is trying to like pick up his girlfriend at a restaurant, and he gets an axe in the back of the head, and then she gets an axe in the chest. Um, the next one is a guy named Raymond. He gets a knife to the stomach. Wait, which one was Raymond? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Never mind. He was the helper on the farm. Yeah, he's like the dude that just like showed up. Yeah, I was looking for a meal. And then we get uh, Tina. Her and her, I guess, kind of boyfriend Eddie go out into the woods and like they fool around and for, for like ten seconds. <laughs> And then Jason shows up and gets garden shears and jams them into her eyes. Ugh. And then, like, cuts between her eyes. That's pretty gruesome, just the sound of it. Like, you don't see everything, but, like, just the sound of it. Yeah. Uh, and then Eddie gets his head crushed, like, against a tree with a leather strap. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Then we get Anita gets her throat slashed. And then Demon gets speared in the chest while he's in a outhouse taking a dump. <laughs> Those enchiladas. Oops, the damn enchiladas. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Hey, baby. Ooh, baby. <laughs> I just, now that's going to be forever like seared into my mind. Yeah. And I got kind of an interesting thing about that guy, but we'll get to it a little bit later. Can I say something real quick, though? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe my life is different. But I am kind of a private individual. And so when I am doing certain activities, I prefer not to have someone right outside, especially of the opposite sex. <laughs> singing being, back and forth. Yes, singing to me while doing set activities. So I found that sequence a very odd and maybe the most disturbing part of the whole entire movie. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so after him, we get Junior, the redneck guy next door. He gets decapitated while he's on his motorcycle with a meat cleaver. Finally. And then his mother, Ethel, gets a cleaver to the face. Oh, my God. Those two are so incredibly annoying. <laughs> Then we get Jake. He gets a cleaver to the face. They're really big on the cleavers. Which one was Jake? Oh, I don't even remember, dude. There's the characters in this are so like not memorable at all. Oh, Jake was uh yeah, Jake was the one who said that he liked the girl and she turned him down. That's what it was. Yep, okay, yep. Yeah. Well, he has that really like awkward and uncomfortable attempt at asking her. Yeah. So like do it with him. <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, um Yeah, because then Robin was the girl he was hitting on. The girl with the mullet. Uh she gets a machete through the chest. Then we get Violet in a kind of like a memorable scene. She's doing this weird dance. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't know if you noticed, that's one of the dances that you can do in Friday the thirteenth the game. Oh, seriously? Oh, awesome. Yeah. I did not And then there's that. the one kind of punk girl. I think her name's like Judy or something like that. I don't remember. But like her character is based off from Violet. Okay. Um, so then we get Duke. He was found in an ambulance with his throat slit. Matt gets a railroad spike through his head. George gets his eyes gouged out. 
And then the last one, um, not really a spoiler alert. I, I guess kind of a spoiler spoiler alert, but yeah. we'll see. Everybody everybody knows that Jason isn't the killer in this. It is, par- <gasps> it is the paramedic Roy. He gets impaled on a tractor harrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like the boy that was killed at the beginning, Joey, was Roy's son. And like seeing his son axed up like that, he loses his mind and then starts killing kids. But then he has to dress like Jason for some reason to do it. Yeah, and they didn't explain like, <laughs> oh, he was saving these clippings, and apparently that's why. Why what? Like he I was feel like preparing scene, to kill people. I feel like that scene at the end was, was so like, bad. Well, they had like so they had, had it that Roy was a killer, and like, okay, this really doesn't make much sense. Like nobody's really gonna pick up on that, so let's like over explain it. Yeah, no, it was it was way weird. Yeah. So yeah, and one one quick thing I want to throw in here. So uh Matthew, the guy who got impaled through the head with the uh railroad spike or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he he was the guy who was running the halfway house. As mm-hmm. soon as I saw him, I recognized him and I had to look him up to find out from what. Do you know what he's from? No. He is from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. <laughs> he was the guy at the beginning of the movie in the sequence where it was the young Indiana Jones. And he tried to, uh, and he was the one who stole the gold cross okay. at the beginning. I mean, like, as soon as I saw him, and it's kind of, I just find it a little bit interesting. I know you say uh, all the time that so many people got started in horror movies, but. Mm-hmm. just that and i can't remember off the top of my head but you know the guy from back to the future and then this guy and this one there was somebody else in another one i'm pretty sure where it's just like not so much that they got started in horror, horror movies but the fact that there's another movie that they were in like within a couple years or yeah. something of that sort that Kevin bacon I, was the other one yeah, he was in part one, and then he did Footloose and like all the other stuff. Wow, man, I I kind of forgot now at this point that Kevin Bacon was in the first one. <laughs> so another one that um you might have recognized the guy that played Demon, okay, Angelata guy is Miguel A. Nunez Jr. You know what else he was in? No. He was in a movie that I mentioned a few weeks ago, which is Joanna Man. Oh, he was, he yeah. was Joanna Man. Nice. <laughs> nice. The damn geladas. <laughs> I also find it funny, too, that scene where Reggie the Reckless and Pam go to visit Demon, who's Reggie's brother. And Demon, like, uh, offers Pam food did you pay attention what he was offering her uh enchiladas you want a taco pizza she's like no no you want egg roll no okay pizza sausage and cheese yeah (laughs) like like, what the heck (laughs) three different places yeah a chinese place and a pizza place i mean that sounds pretty amazing but (laughs) yeah who else has all that at the same time? Like, was he stoned out of his mind? 
Well, it was making me think too that he probably just had that food over the past couple of days and it was like leftovers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot is a little too long, that's why he had to run to the bathroom. I I have a very important question for you with this. Mm. Since this is easily your favorite one of the entire <laughs> series. Um, who was do you consider to be the worst character in this one? The worst character, mm-hmm. like just the most annoying character, or like... just like I don't for whatever reason you can come up with your own reason. Like if there was one person that you'd be like, remove them from this movie, who would it be? The two hillbilly characters. That's two people, you moron. I still they're the you same character. Cheater. But if I had to choose the son, Junior. Yeah, I was gonna go <sighs> right away, Junior. God, that part where like he hassles Tommy for like no reason mm-hmm. Tommy's just standing there looking at the trailer park sign when Reggie's hanging out with his brother and like Junior rolls up in his in his motorcycle and he's like hassled him and then he realizes like oh you're from that crazy house next door and then he like wants to fight with him yeah and like Tommy loses his mind and beats the crap out of him mm-hmm. and he drives off in his motorcycle like crying and like, carrying on for what feels like forever Yes, and he was like driving. And... Around. Yeah, oh, I was like, God. they hurt me, Mama. They hurt me. And then Jason cuts his head off, and I was like, thank God. I know. Roy, Roy cuts his head off. Oh, true. Good point. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, are we gonna have a conversation around how they had so many unnecessary characters in this one? Yeah. There are a lot of unnecessary characters. I mentioned like the two guys that their car broke down. Yep. That brought absolutely nothing to the story. Nothing. At least, you know, part four had quite a few kills in it too. But like all those characters meant something. Yeah. You know, Jason killed the people in the hospital and then he moved on. And then there's like the, the house, the big house with all the teenagers in it. And then there's the Jarvis house. And they don't ever really like introduce a whole bunch of characters that don't bring something to the story. Yeah. Or this one, it's just like, here's two people. Okay. They're dead. Here's yeah. Well, people. okay. They're dead. Like you said too, there was like development and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. And so those two were pointless, but then also um, Billy and Lana were pointless. Yeah. I mean, Billy kind of, there was the small tie-in from the fact that he was one of the guys who drove Tommy there and he kind of acted obnoxious, but easily, easily could have been written out. So there's four people already quickly and easily removed from this. Yeah. And so the Billy and Lana scene is another one that stands out to me because it's so ridiculously stupid. So mm-hmm. he pulls up like in his car and he's calling for her to come out of the restaurant she works in. And then she's like, Oh, she can't come out. She's got to work. She's got to lock up. And then he's like begging for her to come out. And she's like, okay, I'll be out in a little bit. And he's all excited. And he celebrates by snorting a line of Coke and talks about how it's going to be like a snowstorm up his nose or something like that. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like in the restaurant getting changed and ready and she's talking to herself in a mirror and she like unbuttons her shirt and like shakes her boobs. 
Yeah. Like, what was that about? Like, where she's like, it's showtime or something like that. But like, that was just dumb. Oh, yeah. It was totally so much about that scene in so many different ways was so unnecessary. <laughs> so another thing that really stood out to me this time watching it. So one thing in older horror movies that I completely despise is random, like stupid jump scares that don't like mean anything at all. And the biggest trope of it is the spring loaded cat. Like a cat would jump out of nowhere and be like, and then scare the crap out of the person. Did you notice that? Obviously, somebody threw that cat in front of her because it, when it landed, it hit its face on the, (laughs) on the, um, the booth. I did notice that. Yeah, Yeah. like the poor cat. Somebody just like (laughs) threw it into the booth. Yeah, that would have been ripped apart on Twitter if that happened now. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And then you know they both get slaughtered. So Mm -hmm. like that was all really just pointless you know there are two other people that i feel like could have been removed from this too um demon and his girlfriend uh his girlfriend yeah demon i was kind of like okay he's uh he's the guy's brother brother. brother. so i'm just like okay um but then the other one would have been junior i felt like uh nita uh demon's girlfriend and junior Ethel's son could have easily been removed. No, Ethel could have been removed too, and it wouldn't have mattered. Ethel could have been removed too, but she kind of, I mean, there there was a little added element of, you know, a neighbor and all that dynamic of how they felt about that. But I felt like those other two characters were could easily have been taken out and not nothing would have really changed. Now, one thing that kind of confused me though, going back to Reggie's brother Demon, is he had Reggie had to get a ride with Pamela to mm-hmm. or Pam, Pamela, whatever she goes by, Pam to go see his brother who is in town. But his brother is living out of a van who could have easily just driven to go see him. Yeah, he's living in a van down by the river. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> why, like, why didn't he just drive his van to go see him? What? What was the purpose of them leaving? Like, just an opportunity for people to die while they were gone or something? I feel like you could have written that some other way, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then if if Reggie or if Demon had just gone to go visit him, I mean, I don't know. There were several different ways it could have been done and uh, whatever. There, there are so many things in this movie. Maybe you couldn't have been too far from the toilet because of the damn enchiladas. True. well well put and that was the thing too when you you uh sent me links about this before or something with Mm -hmm. demon scene and i always thought that because he was in an outhouse that he was at a camp but this this movie had nothing to do with a camp no it's just a halfway house like we don't even know if it's by crystal lake or not yeah doubtful that's near crystal it really has like no tie-in to any of the other movies other than um tommy and he's seeing jason yeah and the guy decided to for whatever reason like did did that guy even know that tommy had showed up did he know i don't think so um so it, it just seems super weird and ridiculous that he would have chosen to impersonate jason 
<laughs> right, other than Jason was like a notorious murderer. Uh, yeah, but it's just Infamous. like, I mean, was this in the same state? Was it, you know, even close to Crystal Lake? What? Well, they had like a lot of newspaper clippings and they talked about Jason a lot. Because remember when people started dying and that one cop said, I know who did his. He's like, it's Jason Voorhees. And they said, it was right towards the beginning and the, I think it was like the um, mayor or something like that. Oh said, yeah, it was. He's like, He's like, Jason's dead. Didn't you see him cremated? Oh, so they must... Yeah, yep, I do remember that now. So, yeah, they said Jason was cremated, but let's wait until the next movie to talk more about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that kind of gets washed over. But um, So, you remember before I told you about trauma movies and how bad the acting is? Mm-hmm. And I said it's like that special, like, they don't even act like people. They act like cartoon characters. Yeah. Um, so the the redneck people, how they act, that's like normal acting for trauma movies. Okay. Yeah, they were <laughs> annoying for sure. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things that it's like either you enjoy it or you hate it. There's really no in between. And I've only ever seen like a couple trauma movies that like are entertaining to me. Yeah. You, uh, you know, surprisingly enough, there was one character that I kind of wished we would have seen more of. Yeah. And, and that was Joey. Yeah. I was like, when, when he was first there at the beginning, I was like, oh, this could be kind of interesting. Like, how is this going to play in? Is he going to, um, you know, is because I was not really directly comparing him to, uh, shoot, who's. Who's the guy who's always doing the practical jokes in the other one? Shelly. Yeah, Shelly. He he made me think of Shelly a little bit on where it's just like, okay, here's this like maybe kind of dumb, likable character who's trying to be nice but not getting, you know, recognized for it and whatever. Mm-hmm. And kind of a, an abrasive personality in just a weird different way and I was like okay let's see how this develops and then he dies like within the first 20 minutes of the movie within the first like 30 seconds of meeting him <laughs> yeah yeah true <laughs> oh man uh yeah I guess there really isn't too much else to say about things that happen in the movie um, I guess yeah the one thing I took out of it this time other than the cat bashing its face on the on the booth is the fact that that mayor's uh, uh, just assuming it was a mayor mm-hmm. he said that um jason was cremated and i'm like wait a minute <laughs> uh, but i guess the ending too is a little weird so oh, yeah well he gets killed and they take his mask off and they're like oh it was this guy and then a cop like man mansplains everything to um <laughs> pam, pam. With, the, with a silent N. Um, <laughs> and like, so the, there's not really, I guess Pam is kind of the final girl, but she's like in her 30s, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But she's not a teenager. And then Reggie is also like a final boy. Where and he, then Tommy you know, too. Lives on. Yeah, and then Tommy. But so Tommy's like in the hospital because, you know, he gets cut out by Jason. And then, like, does he have like a dream or is like, all of a sudden, like he puts Jason's mask on and goes after Pam with a knife. I don't know, and I didn't really care for it. Like it was, 
This was another one of those where we've talked about in the past where it's just like you just do not know how to end, do you? Well, good news for that is that they completely just ignore that in the next movie. Good, because that was they need to completely (laughs) ignore this movie that it even existed. (laughs) Well, they pretty much did. Kind of like how with the Halloween series, they kind of just ignore Halloween 3 season of the witch. (laughs) Um, so I guess I can get on to like the trivia that I normally do. So at the beginning of the movie, you know, I mentioned that Corey Feldman is in it. So Corey Feldman's scenes were shot in his neighbor's backyard. Nice. And he wasn't able to do the rest of the movie because he was currently doing um, the Goonies, I think. Oh, nice. Is that, what, is that what it was he was shooting at the time? It was something like that. Um, you know, and he went on to do like bigger and better things yeah because the goonies came out in 1985 as well rock um so without counting the laughing or yelling the tommy jarvis character only says 24 words in this movie that sounds about right main characters Mm -hmm. um so the film is supposed to take place in 1989 so thus muddying the timeline even farther for Friday the 13th. Uh, so John Shepard, the guy that played Tommy, wrote that ending that we hate. Would he What? Why would he, he wrote, write the ending? He wrote the ending. That's what it said. Okay. He came up with that idea of the ending. And they're like, oh, yeah, sounds great. <laughs> so they're just like, okay, everybody. So we don't know what we're doing yet. So how about everybody write down one idea on how we could end this movie, and then we're going to put them all <laughs> in a hat, and we're going to just pick one. Uh, it reminds me of the South Park episode where Cartman dressed up like a robot to nice. like, pretend to be um, Butters' friend. He was awesome, 4000. And, and like some production company in Hollywood hires him to come up with the ideas for Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the most off the wall, random crap thrown together. That's what like this ending is. Uh, so although the movie is referred to as part five, um, although part five like appears on all the promotional material, it does not appear in the actual movie. The opening credits simply read Friday the 13th, a new beginning. Yeah. Um, and you know, although this movie is pretty much panned by most fans of the series, uh, it only cost 2.2 million to make and it made 22 million in box office. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's how big the Friday 13th series was that even the bad ones made a lot of money. Everybody just had to go see it once apparently. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street was the same way too. Um, so I guess. You know, that's all I got for trivia, but we can move on into our grades. Uh, uh, real quick, I forgot you? there was another character that totally could have been removed. You? Uh-huh. In the show? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that stupid Raymond guy who came to work for food. Yeah. He Shows added up. nothing, too. So there's at least, at least easily five people that could have been removed from this movie. That would have taken the 21 deaths down to 16. Yeah. So. He just like shows up. He asks for food and the the 
redneck lady is like, well, you go clean out all the crap out of the barn and then I'll feed your, I'll fill your belly. And he's like, okay, that's fair enough. And then like he goes and he's, he watches uh, um, Tina and Eddie like doing it in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> that he gets killed. Uh, yeah, that's, I have to mention too that Tina, so Tina's name is Debbie Sue Voorhees. Mm-hmm. And I think that was probably a lot of the reason. I heard there was two reasons why she was added to um, this movie. I guess you could say three reasons. Um, the first being her last name is Voorhees, and the other two are her boobs. <laughs> That's, I heard that somewhere on like a um, documentary that they added her because she was well endowed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I guess she was like a model or something like that. And I don't know if she was like a Playboy Playmate or something like that. Weird. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised, I I guess. Yeah, I read too that. So like that sex scene between those two was originally like super long and kind of like lingered for a while. And they were like the MPAA forced them to cut that down. So that's why it's like really brief. Hmm. But like, you know, there's still the scenes of like her laying there topless on a, on a blanket or whatever. Yeah. Completely like no reason they like kept shooting it from different angles. And she said like years later, that movie led to her her like not getting teaching jobs. Oh my word. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ouch. of this, that scene lingering so long. <laughs> Whoops. Yikes. But um, I guess yeah, I guess now we can get into grades. All right. So I pulled from IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. Um, any idea what the IMDb score is? Oh, I actually did not uh, catch <gasps> this one. I just realized that. So lucky us. Um, I'm going to go with a 2.5. <laughs> It's a 4.8. Oh, dang it. Which is one of the lowest in the series. So I kind of get it. Um, So Rotten Tomatoes, there is a critic score and there is an audience score. What do you think those are? Uh, Critic is usually pretty tough. So I'm going to go with 40%. 16. Ooh, wow. They went way down. Yeah. And the audience is a little higher than that. What do you think that one is? Uh, Well, if it's that low, I'm going to go with like 28%. Pretty close is 26. Oh, nice. And I kind of get it because, yeah. you know, it's kind of that gut punch at the end where it's not Jason and you feel like you wasted an hour and a half. And I have to say, like, I've seen this movie a couple times. Um, the last time I watched it was like two years ago and I had a hard time getting through it. And then mm-hmm. I was really dreading watching it this week because it's just, I don't enjoy it. It's like, not it's not a horrible slasher movie by any means, but it's not good. No, it's not a good movie, and it's not even really entertaining. It's just kind of dull. Like you said, there, there's um, characters that we meet, and then like five seconds later, they're dead. So, like, yeah, why do I care that these people are dying? Mm-hmm. So, what would you give this movie? I know you loved it so much, and you thought highly of it. So, so much. Like, can we give it like an eleven out of five? <laughs> No. Um, so yeah, there are so many things with this one. So unnecessary characters, lack of character development, 
scripting and stuff just kind of all over the place scattered it was hard to keep track of things so many people like we just were saying that were completely pointless not even the fact that it's just like why do we even care if these people die it's just like who are these people <laughs> like um joey and Vinny at the beginning of the movie like what who why and then mm-hmm. raymond i thought for a minute that raymond because i remembered you telling me at one point in time that there was one where somebody faked being jason and i thought this may have been it and so when raymond showed up i was just like oh maybe this is the weird random dude who's just decided to kill people but then he was dead like a few minutes later i was like what what is the purpose of this guy and so body yeah there were so (laughs) many things in this that just were not coming together um the acting was not very good i so I guess on the flip side, it's just like what was done well. I have a hard time trying to come up with anything. The special effects. Oh uh, yeah, the the special effects. You know what character uh, I wanted to see more of was Violet. She was interesting. Yeah, I agree with that too. I uh, she did seem kind of uh, interesting. Um, and at the beginning, when she was one of the first girls that they were talking to and focusing on, I thought she was going to be more of a feature. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I cannot, like you said, uh, special effects were pretty good. Maybe the music was pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't really like uh, linger with me a whole lot. But no, there was just so much of this that was not good. I am uh, being harsher on this one than i kind of anticipated so i don't know if you're going to talk about some of your previous um uh rankings or ratings and my lowest before this was 3.5 i'm dropping this and i'm going to take it down to a two wow you were a little more um a little more forgiving than i was because i gave it a 1.5 Okay. <laughs> it's like I said, I had a really hard time getting through this today. And it's just like, oh, God, I have to watch the rest of this so we can review it. And like, it's not the first time I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And like the first time I saw it, I didn't know that Jason wasn't the killer either. And like that made me like push it aside for years. Then I went back and watched it. And it was like, okay, it's not as bad as I originally remember but it's still not good and then i watched it uh, a couple years ago and i'm like oh god this is bad and then i watched it today and i'm like this is just a chore to get through <laughs> it's like it's oh. not a horrible movie it's not like the worst movie i've ever seen but ugh. i forgot that um another thing too that resonated me with me that i did not like was the fact that it wasn't jason and yet somehow this human being got hit with a tractor and was okay. Yeah. And he was able to put a railroad spike through somebody's head and like all the other superhuman stuff that he does. I don't quite get it. Yeah. Like they made, they, they took it too far with, Oh, he, this looks like Jason, but it's just like, no, like part of the thing that was special about Jason was like, there's a mystery around him on his abilities and things like that. This, mm-hmm. this, if this is just a normal human, no, this isn't going to work. You can't have somebody get hit by a tractor. And so, that guy's legs 
would have been crushed. He would oh, yeah, not have sure. been walking. So yeah, there there were a lot of problems with that. Yep, I totally agree. Um, so this has been our lowest rated one of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, our grading might get lower as we go on. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, There's... that was part of part of the reason why I picked two. I was just like, okay, this is bad, but I'm just like, I don't know if it's gonna get worse, so I can't put this at the bottom. <laughs> I gave myself still a little bit of wiggle room because there are two more that I think are worse than this in the series. And we'll get to those later on um, towards the end, actually. Um, so that's pretty much all I got to say about this movie. What about you? You got anything else to add? Um, just those stupid enchiladas, man. <laughs> those damn enchiladas that get you every time. So if he wouldn't have had those enchiladas and didn't have to take an emergency dump, would he have been able to run away from Jason? Uh, he would have maybe survived a little bit longer, but I'm sure he would have died eventually. So Taco Bell strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> Taco blow. Taco hell. <laughs> oh, God. I think that's a good time to end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so next time we will be talking about um friday the 13th part six jason lives um, and until then as always be kind and rewind <laughs>